Mood.tv Time. Last Wednesday, Anthony and Meredith came to Johnstown on their way to Pittsburgh for the 4th of July festivities. Uh huh. <laughs> Meredith left. Audrey came. Audrey left. Anthony and I are there by ourselves. We're finishing up our last drinks. We're getting right. We're literally standing up to 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 leave. Sorry, where are, where are you? Oh, we are in the Russian Club in Hell, PA. Sorry, where? So are we? we're drinking the drinks. They're served to the brim. They are good drinks. So me and Anthony were. Well, Anthony had beers, but I had some drinks. And so we're, we're getting up to leave, and some guy fumbly stumbles up, and he's like, he has four single-dollar bills in his hand, and while he's speaking, throws them at us at the table and says, you guys know how to work that there thing. I need you to play some songs for me. And I'm like, I light up. Like, this is awesome. I don't even know what's going on. This is great. He threw money at us, literally. Threw money at us, and he goes, I need you to play Led Zeppelin. Stairway to Heaven, Led Zeppelin, Fleetwood Mac, and Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, all right. So I like scoop up all the money and I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Uh, so I, I start feeding money into the machine. Anthony has a continuation of a story, so I'll let him continue from his side. But I go to the jukebox and while I'm at the jukebox, a lady's just getting done playing pool and she's trying to put an ashtray on the counter, which is underneath me. And she's like, hey, if you win anything on that, I get half. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and I'm like, well, it's a jukebox, so we all win. And she starts, like, laughing. She's like, oh, my God, I thought you we were playing the machines. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Meanwhile, then, Anthony, what? what uh, you, you take over for, for your side of the story. Well, the man, he offers to shake my hand. And I put out my hand. And I have a decent grip. I go for a decent grip. I don't go too crazy. But he got this wild look in his eye. And he started, like, mowing down with his hand on my hand like it was some kind of a competition that I absolutely was not looking to start. I got confused. I thought you meant he started biting your hand because that's what I know is <laughs> mowing down. No, I, I do too. <laughs> yeah, I also think mowing down that way. But I like to think because it did feel like Jaws, so I don't think it's far off. So his hand was gripping me like the jaws of life. And so then I, instead of, I probably should have just gone more slack, but I I immediately in my fight or flight just really re-upped and started crushing his hand. Did you give him the trump? Did you pull him in close? <laughs> but but the, I, the, yes, there was a little bit of pulling in because what we would do is we, belt, we both leaned in. And we both just looked at each other's eyes, but we were trying to be kind of like polite still, so we were both smiling at each other. And it was like, mm. <laughs> and we had like hand, like literally, not only were we doing a handshake, but we had shaky hands. And then, would you say you guys got a little handsy? And he starts, yeah, we definitely got handsy. And then he starts telling me about during this that he's a construction man. And then he tells me he's going to hire me one day. <laughs> Which is a joke in and of itself. And so we eventually let go. And later in the evening, I see him talking to a girl. And he's saying, I think he hurt me. And he's like clutching his <laughs> wrist. <laughs> yeah. Because the, the irony of all this is I am one of the weakest people of all time. But I play the piano. 
So I oddly have like firm piano hands. Tiny. Rip let's be real too. Tiny firm piano hands. Yeah, tiny yeah, but firm. Yeah. It's it's just like balls of muscle. An erection <laughs> for me. And uh, <laughs> and so I think I hurt the guy. The last thing I saw, like we got out of there like immediately after that. I don't know if the guy was gonna become upset about that. But he's complaining to this woman in the corner, and he's and he's like rubbing his wrist and talking about the fact that I, I heard him. He said, I think he heard. So me. you you didn't even enjoy the free music. We heard like a song, but I enjoyed that story. Like all all week, I've been like, for dinner we're getting KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken, KFC, McDonald's, Burger King. Like I just been everything has been like. So wait, what did you put on for asshole? There is a song called Asshole. I didn't even question it. Anthony oh. actually in the moment questioned it. He's like, there's a song called Asshole. And I was like, there's got to, I mean, yeah, of course. And so we popped it in and I don't even remember who it was by, but uh, it, it came right up. It was like one of the most played songs in that bar. The length of that handshake was unbelievable. And how long we were just looking in each other's eyes while we were doing it. And up until that point, we had been there for two hours. Yeah, we'd been there for a minute. Not, not, a, not a word spoken to anybody. Nobody, nobody, no interactions right when we're leaving. Yep. Literal money thrown in our face, figuratively and literally. Yeah, he just threw it. It was the best. Well, let me ask you a question the podcast. We are here yet again for one more week of questions. Just one. (laughs) One more week. And then uh, hopefully, you know, hundreds more. But uh, one more for now because you never know what's going to happen. And we got Greg Amann. Hey, everybody. How's it going? It's good to be back. (laughs) Nice. And we got EJ5000. Also good to be back. I stole it back. from him, everybody. I did that on purpose. He did. He took it. The question is this. If you could bring one item back with you in time, and for some reason I'm thinking the 1700s, but you can only bring one item, what item would you bring back? Hmm. Is that, if it's if it's an item that's dependent on... Other things, such as cell phone or something that needs electricity, does it hypothetically work? Well, you could bring back a cell phone, but you would not be able to charge it again until you build, like, an outlet. Oh, so you get one one use, but it does function, like it connects to the internet and everything during this time? No. No, because I don't know if there's internet. There is no, no, you don't think there's internet <laughs> in the 1700s? I don't think there's uh, internet until I'm, Al Gore invented it. That's why I'm asking these questions. Because that just nullifies like 90% of the inventions of the 20th century. Let's put it that way. Yep, it sure does. And don't get me started about the 21st century. <clears throat> but, I mean, you could bring back a cell phone and turn it on until the battery dies. Take some pictures, play some music. You could play Angry Birds or whatever you do, whatever the kids do nowadays. That was like 10 years ago. Yeah, uh-huh. Let me think then. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Can it be a a metaphysical invention? Do you mean like, like some kind of a deity? Well, I'm thinking like in the great movie Back to the Future, Marty McFly brings back to the past rock and roll. Oh, okay. Sure. I mean, if I were to go back, see, I wouldn't. No, I don't think you'd have to bring it though. I, so I guess the answer is no, because if I were to go back in time, I could certainly bring them. Advanced harmony. Would it be? Would, it, <laughs> would it be the same if you're playing rock and roll on a harpsichord, though? Jerry Lee Lewis did it. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, not on a harpsichord, but rock and roll is rock and roll, baby. There's a sound that comes along with it. 
Marty had the electric guitar and he was able to, you know, put some distortion down and play some Chuck Berry. I bet if Chuck Berry picked up a string and tied it to a bucket, he can make rock and roll. Yeah, I mean, that that's a little nebulous to, or dubious because, I mean, rock and roll was way I before. like nebulous. It was nebulous, like di- dubious. Diabetes is nebulous. <laughs> it's a nebulous disease. <laughs> it, rock and roll was way before Marty was there, so it's like, it's kind of silly. <sighs> yeah. Because, I mean, again, Jerry Lee Lewis and John Lee Hooker, they were doing that stuff. Sans Electruck. I can't talk tonight. Jeez. Good thing you can't talk on a talking podcast. They were doing stuff before him. Um, I think the answer, though, for that kind of thing is, nah. like, the idea of rock and roll, like, what rock and roll is. I think you, I don't think you have to bring that back. I think that you know, you know what you know. It's just you can bring back one item, one physical item. Just one. Talking about stuff. Yeah, stuff. Like, like a, a dead, dead body. body. <laughs> but just one. So I couldn't bring, like... Just one, except for clothes. You can wear your clothes. But it couldn't be like a case full of something. No, no case full of stuff. What about he's bringing back a case full of natty lights? I mean, no, no. <laughs> you, can bring, you, you can bring back an awesome case, like Toomey luggage. No, I was thinking like a gun with a bunch of bullets, like a way more modern gun, <laughs> and just rule the 17th century with an iron fist. Do you feel, though, if you did that, that people might not be happy about you i would would it matter if i had a machine gun and lots of bullets yeah because i think suddenly going to sleep would be scary i would i would be afraid to go to sleep at night yeah but what if i did it established my dominance and then did amazing things because of my dominance <laughs> i just don't know i mean it's a risk you'd have to take like i think what they are they have they they, they have muskets right black powder was a thing at that point oh yeah well to ask you said 1700s or 17th century uh, I was thinking 1700s. Okay. So they've so got nice smoothbore muskets. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's why I was thinking. That's why my mind immediately went to like a sick gun with lots of bullets. But I'm I'm, I'm assuming you're not going to let me take lots of bullets with my gun. You could have a okay. You could have a gun with bullets in it. Sure. It's not like a bunch of varieties of things. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like once those bullets are gone, I'm screwed for the most part. I mean, you know how to make bullets. You pop off three in a row, they're going to be scared. You know, they don't, I mean, you might not even have to. Sh- That's what I mean. But like, then I got to like really, really hold it back after that in order to establish dominance. <laughs> it's true. Even it's if true. I had, even if I had like a 60 round magazine in there and I popped off three, now I'm down to 57 and I got to establish a lot of dominance with only 57 bullets. And like, obviously I can keep the shells and they have black powder. So maybe I could learn to reload them, but it's tough. I just have a feeling that they would still. You would, okay, you would say, here I am, I'm established, <laughs> hello world. Say what EJ said when he came in. Here I am, I'm going to rock you like a hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come yeah, on, Yeah, all right, on. all right. Okay, then you pop off three colonial people or whatever, right? You pop them off with this amazing gun. I think people would be afraid. I'm not saying they're not afraid, but I do think it would make your life less easy than you think. In my opinion. Yeah, you'd think so. But when they get close to you, I pull out my gun and they're like, oh, I saw what that thing did. Yeah, but who? I know, but if there's a lot of people that are all carrying guns at that time. Yeah, and they're all dead in like 30 seconds because I got an automatic or a semi-automatic weapon. That's a big risk. And news news won't travel fast back then. I mean, you're going to have to like be in the crowd of that's people. That's why I yeah. was thinking, that's why I needed a case with lots of bullets in it to go with my gun. <laughs> and Anthony's not allowing that. So that's why obviously this is not my answer. But that's where my head went to start. You're going to have to go town to town. You have to get like one of those carriages that are like circus carriages and ride around and just shoot a couple people with your gun <laughs> and establish dominance all over all over one state, one state at a time. That's fine because that's the thing. I think I think if I brought everybody in and I'm like, you're my musketman, but I'm I'm the real deal. 
because I got this guy. Because mm. then I was like, even if it's just like uh, like a six shooter with like a whole bandolier full of bullets attached to it, like if that's my one item, could I still do it? And I, I, I'm, like I said, I'm going back on it. It's just where my mind went. Um, I get that. Hard not to think about that. Hard not to think about. You that. got a lot of enemies back there in the uh, 1700s. Weird flex, bro. No, no. It's not, I mean, I, I like like Anthony said, I'm going to have enemies when I pop off three bullets into. <laughs> it's guys kind of dicey when you just go back in time and immediately start popping people off. Chicken in the egg scenario. But I don't even have to. I mean, it could be like Ash and the Evil Dead, or uh, or the the second one, uh, Army of Darkness, where he's like, "This is my boomstick," you know, and everybody's like, "Oh shit, he's got a boomstick." And like, you know, nobody's got a boomstick, so this guy's the real deal and a chainsaw hand, mind you, but still. Hmm, would you just shoot whoever's around or would you wait until somebody wronged you? No, no, I'd be like, I don't, see, that's the thing. That's that's where I, I, I even lost my own self because I was like, I don't know what I would do with that. I just think I would I would definitely dominate. But <laughs> it would be, I mean, obviously I'd have a lot of time to think. There's not a lot to do then to figure out how that would be would benefit me. I haven't thought of it yet because this question just came out of okay. you right now. Sure. But sure. I would oh, do something. I mean, gadget, I would do good gadget. with it because I'm a good person. But <laughs> yeah, all good people that just pop up three people randomly. I usually think they're good people. Well, there's you know, there's some bad guys. What if or what if I just like I went <laughs> to like you say? Oh, there's some bad guys out there. I went into like battle with a whole group of people and I was like, let me take care of these guys for you. And in like, you know, thirty seconds, I took care of their enemies for them. And then they're like, oh shit, this is my guy. Yeah, you mow down some red coats. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like or you know, I'm like, oh, what's up? What's up, Redcoats? You want some of this? <laughs> Cardi B? All right. And then they're like, oh, shit. This is our new, this is our new general. <laughs> and then he will become our great and supreme leader. But I also don't want to be like a great and supreme leader. And I didn't, I didn't want to go down that route. And it's tough. So, again, taking back my gun, I just, I was just, that, that's just where my brain went. All right. You stew on it. EJ, what do you got? Well, I was thinking, you never really know what the temperature is going to be like in the past. You know, it's a different era. Could be cold. Yeah, thermometer would be good. Well, not a thermometer, <laughs> per se, because I could just, like, I could just, like, feel the weather. So I was thinking, like, what are those uh, Snuggies with the horse heads on top? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think that would come in very handy. You know, you get, like the zebra one or the unicorn one. Yeah, the unicorn one is immediately what I thought. Because just like Greg, you know, I could like, I could walk in places with that, and they'd be like, "Whoa, this guy, this guy's business." But I don't need to shoot nobody. I just walk around like a damn unicorn. I think that is a great idea. I thought so too. Thank you. <laughs> Almost as good as a cell phone and rock and roll. Do you think that you would be murdered fast as a unicorn? Yeah, if you you're walking around town in that outfit, do you think, you know? People make short work of you. I would have thought that, but Greg brought his gun, so I'm going to be safe. <laughs> Wait, you're not together. How oh, do you know? I thought we were together. I thought that it's was... It's my world. That's no, so we're not together. Uh, no, we're not We're not together. We we all go back individually. I mean, that would be a fun question, though. Like, what would the three of us bring each to establish the triple dominance? But we, no, we don't have to go there. I'm just, I'm just saying. It's a good group-building exercise. We could do follow-up follow up later. Uh, okay, so but if you're going back alone... You would wear a unicorn onesie. Snuggy. Snuggy. Yeah. And that would be the only thing that you bring back. Not even clothes, just that. I mean, oh yeah, because you're, you actually would go back in your clothes. You would bring the unicorn Snuggy to put on. That's right. Great. Excellent. Would you change into it immediately or would you wait a little bit? Would you wait for the appropriate time? 
And what is the appropriate time? Yeah, I don't know. Like, if you're dropping me in, like, the middle of the desert, I'll be dead soon, so it doesn't really matter. I mean, let's say, for the sake of argument, you are going to a populated place. Oh, well then, uh, yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably pop it on, maybe not wear the unicorn head part, let it droop back, as to not draw too much attention. Mm-hmm. And then whenever the time was right, maybe if there was some street performers or scientists, pop that hood on. What? <laughs> What's it going to do for scientists? Street scientists would be like, Oh, yeah, I love street scientists. Yeah, street scientists would be like, check out this crazy unicorn, man. <laughs> and I'd be like, yes, give me some give me some money, and then I get a job in the Barnum and Bailey Circus, which gets a bad rap, but I'm sure it would be pretty fun hanging out with, like, Lobster Boy, Murder, and, uh, you know, Monkey Girl and Slug Girl. Yep, unicorn suit man. Well, you know, back then they didn't even, you could just, like, put a fake mask on they'd be like whoa like they would probably think i was an upright unicorn good band name or a wizard yeah some sort of like heretic that's why you need that's why you need my gun with you at the same time <laughs> that's true i would definitely i hope i come to your burning at the stake in your little unicorn outfit snuggie <laughs> it's still an outfit <laughs> it's not an outfit it's a snuggie have to be specific here <laughs> okay sure all right Gregor man did you think more about yours i did and for some reason you still just want to go back and ki- kill some people? No, I went to the zipper. Ooh, the zipper. See, now I think you're onto something. Because, like, I, I just I Googled it quick to make sure when it was invented, which was 1863. Oh. So I'm ahead of the game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Practical. It should be recreatable so I could establish my dominance by <laughs> inventing the zipper. Uh, I think that's a great idea. See, that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, but you can't make a zipper. You just be like, look, I, this is a zipper. And then like they're going to be like, I don't know how to make that. Yeah, but I I mean, if I brought back a zipper, I would study it. I bet you could figure it out, it out, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you guys both have mechanical engineering degrees. Anthony, you can hardly make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's a zipper, all right? I think I could figure out the mechanical engineering of a zipper. You got to forge metal and steel and sew it into a cotton band? Ah, people can forge metal and steel. Isn't it amazing how completely incompetent we are as humans? It is. It, I mean, it's kind of mind-blowing. No, I can make zippers. I'm just saying you motherfuckers don't know how. I got my own zipper factory in the back. Sure you can. I bet, I bet you do out there in Johnstown, Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, out in your shed. It's because people out there are still impressed when you can make a zipper. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the all the things that you can make in that shed and... Nobody would give a shit anymore. That's the funny thing. Like, the fact that we don't know how to do it at all, most people, and it's and, and nobody would be impressed if you did do it. It's just amazing what we have handed to us now. EJ pretty much just took away anything we could possibly bring anyway, and, you know, saying, like, you can't recreate it. It's like, name something you would bring back that you can recreate, that you yourself could recreate right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. That's the real question. That's the- A sandwich. A ham sandwich? <laughs> yeah, ham sandwich. <laughs> you're going to get back there, you're going to be hungry, eat it. That's like, that's like the best plan is you have a meal. How are you going to recreate the sandwich, EJ? Obviously, bread exists, but how are you going to recreate the processed ham? I don't need to have another ham sandwich. I just, I'm just i saying I'm going to be hungry from the trip. <laughs> <laughs> I would bring back a case of Kraft Singles. <laughs> yeah, there you go. When was sliced bread invented? Maybe I'll just bring back sliced bread. I think later than Not that. Not until so the yeah. 1900s. I can, I can recreate sliced bread. And then you can gain your dominance. <laughs> then I will establish my dominance <laughs> upon the world. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a short break. (laughs) We will be back, and we will talk more about what we're going to bring back in time. And how we established our dominance with it. (laughs) (laughs) Lamayak in time. Be right back.
think I would just bring back a textbook about electricity. <laughs> That's what I would bring back. Womp, womp. So you could read it while you slowly die of gout? I would bring it back and I would gather the greatest minds of the time and say, you ain't going to believe this shit. <laughs> Look at this book that I wrote. You're talking about the time where the guy put a piece of metal out the window or wherever and got lightning to strike it. Ben Franklin? Yeah. That guy? He invented the lightning rod in the 17th century or in the 18th century. Yeah, he sure did. But I'm going to do I'm going to do Uncle Ben one better. Not and we're not not the rice man. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz you can't one better. Yeah, him. he is no, the best. I'm going to bring back instant yeah. rice. <laughs> it would be great though to bring back one box of instant rice. <laughs> and you don't know, maybe you, Uncle Ben, he might be around that time. You might want to bring this textbook to him and be a very different history book. <laughs> yeah, t- totally. <laughs> he was working on the rice, but then he was like, oh, wait a minute. I can make this rice a lot faster with that electricity. <laughs> I can make this the treat of San Francisco. <laughs> I would love to bring back one of those rice aroni bags. I think you'll be long dead before the greatest minds of that time can come up with electricity from your textbook. Say that again? You'd give it, You'd give him the textbook and be like, let's help me make electricity. And a couple weeks later, you come back and they'd be like, we figured out the binding of your book. <laughs> <laughs> I think if I brought back the textbook and took it to somebody that actually was a scientist, I bet they could figure it out. But I would say that it's mine and I would take it to the patent office and then I think I would get rich and I would just live the life of a wealthy aristocrat with electricity. Well, if you're in America, early 1700s, first you have to invent America, and then you can invent the U.S. Patent Office, and then you can get it patented. <laughs> Wait, when do, you think the, it. when do you think the Patent Office came about? I thought the Patent Office was old. Real old. It's not older than 1776. You mean, you don't think there were patents before 1776? I don't think there's a U.S. Patent Office before then. I think there's probably patents in other countries. Oh, I'll go to one of those, one of those countries then. There you go. Good call. There you go. Just saying. Maybe go to Paris. Okay. All right. The city of lights. Or London. The city of fog. It'd be a little easier on me in London, language-wise. Then, for, yeah, I don't speak the French. Ooh. First U.S. patent issued in 1790. There you go. I mean, I would have thought it would have been kind of old, the idea of patents. Yeah. Yeah, but you, unfortunately for you, you went back in 1789. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, I'm going to go to London anyways. I'm going to go to London. I'm going to take my cute little textbook, and I'm going to say, y'all figure this out, but I'm going to get some money from this. And then they're going to they're gonna throw you in jail and be like, you didn't pay the king's taxes in America, or not America, but, you know, <laughs> in the new world. I'd pay the taxes. So you, sir, are in, enslaved and in jail. I would pay King George III the taxes. I'd say, sure, take the taxes. I'm okay with giving you the taxes. I'm not worried about the taxes. Well, you don't have any money to pay the taxes. You only have a textbook. Well, you got weird, funny money from the future with people that are haven't been president yet on it. Although, if I did have a wallet in my pocket, because I think you can take back anything on your person, I guess, right? Yeah, sure. Well, that's why I was going to say I almost said just like a big old piece of gold bullion or something. Just be like, yeah. Gold would be useful, yeah. Yeah, gold would be more useful than dollars, that's for sure, in the 1700s, because dollars are meaningless. <laughs> Yeah. At that point, yep. they would be like, that's some funny paper you got. I got big old gold nugget. Yep. So, yeah, gold bullion, that'd be nice. Like, I got a textbook. I'd be like, I got gold. Where do you find gold bullion nowadays? It's next to the beef bullion <laughs> at the grocery store. <laughs> mm. Makes a fine soup. 
And that's how you get golden showers. Delicious beef Ooh. bullion. All this is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> well, that all sounds wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it surreal. Where were scissors invented? Maybe I'll invent the scissor. I think those are. I think those are old. Yeah. I feel like scissors are really old. Like. Yeah, but like this pair. Oh, those are fancy scissors. <laughs> those are way better scissors than whatever they were working with. Da Vinci's scissors suck. I feel like Egyptians had them. I could be wrong. I mean, Egyptians as in ancient Egyptians, not like last week Egyptians. Yeah, it's ancient. It's ancient Egypt. I googled it. What do pinking shears do? Pinking, you said? Yeah. What is a pinking shear? <laughs> Let's look it up. I would go back in time and say, would you like to see my pinking shear? <laughs> <laughs> and then you wear a short dress that's see-through over your dick. <laughs> pinking shear. <laughs> is it a thing, Greg? It is. It was invented by Samuel okay. Briskman. Brisman? Oh, Briskman. Oh, a brisk. Okay, I was like, thought of bris. Like, that would be perfect. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it says 1900s. So, yeah, you would be ahead of the game. Oh, yeah. Is it just like a, a different type of scissors? Yeah, it's just like the, it has like teeth on it. That's what I want. It makes a pattern. Oh. I want scissors with teeth. So, everybody would be slightly fancier. <laughs> Is that your final answer, Anthony? Pinking shears, bringing them back? I want to glue on some. I'm going to first, I'm going to experiment, though. Maybe I'll first bring back a regular scissor and then glue on human teeth <laughs> and see if that you think that would cut stuff up It'd chew stuff up yeah <laughs> <laughs> if you put human teeth on a pair of regular scissors would you call that act the verb that it does chewing <laughs> <laughs> maybe chomping i don't know is that what you call that could be gnawing Depends on depends on the action of the scissors, I guess. Like how fast you're moving them back and forth. Like that's a chomp, that's a chew. <laughs> like like if I'm like kind of <laughs> operating them so that they're going like back and forth across each other, not up and down. Well, how is that going to work with a scissor? Now you're inventing something completely different. Million dollar idea. We can do it, boys. Yeah, I would put it on a swivel, so not only does it go up and down, but it also goes side to side, so that it can chew. Although nobody really chews like that. Like cows chew like that. <laughs> so you're, so you're making. A jaw, like a fake jaw. Yeah, for chewing. But we're going to call them scissors. Teeth scissors. But chewing through, like, paper. Yeah, these, <laughs> these are my eating scissors. You're going to be a lot of ruffled textbooks back then. <laughs> what could you really chew through with human teeth besides meat? Can you? It's hard to chew through books. <laughs> well, I know this is going to come as a surprise to you, but there's also things called fruits and vegetables that you can also eat. <laughs> I feel like you need teeth less for that, though. But you still need them. Yeah. You go ahead and try to gum an apple. Let me see how far you get. You can gum an apple. Prove it. Knock your teeth out and try to eat an apple. <laughs> now, that's the Lemayak challenge. <laughs> for any of the listeners out there. <laughs> who want to participate in the Lemayak challenge. Who have been dying to get on Lemayak. What we, what we need you to do is knock out all your teeth and bite an apple. <laughs> then you win. You win. <laughs> if you could bite the apple. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't bite the apple, unfortunately, you lose. You have lost the, the Lemayak challenge. <laughs> and that's all there is to it. That's all she wrote, really. All right, well, call in at 929-352-6173. Tell us what item you would bring back to the 18th century. Or uh, gnaw through an apple with your gums and make <laughs> record that on the phone. <laughs> I want to hear that gummy apple slurp. Also, record you knocking your teeth out. Only send it to Anthony. 
<laughs> do, you, do you think that sound, do you think if you heard a recording of somebody getting punched uh, and their teeth getting knocked out, like you would uh, instantly know that that's what that was? Probably not, but it sucked when I find out that <laughs> that's what it was. What's the most amount of teeth you think have ever been knocked out in one punch? How many teeth were in the mouth to begin with, too? I mean, I think if you have less teeth in there, it's probably more likelihood they're coming out. You know? <laughs> I feel like that's a... I feel like it's a game Romans played. You think it'd be better to come like with a hook or like like a straight? <laughs> I, bet, I think a hook. I don't know because you're going if you're going for the hook, you're going for them deep rooted big ones in the back. If you're going <laughs> with a straight punch, you can get the top and bottom of the front. Those are thinner, slightly flimsier teeth than the ones in the back. Yeah, but the operative word is punch out, not punch <laughs> in. I think you can punch a lot of teeth in. Well, if they sw- if they swallow punch. the teeth, but it's okay. Yeah, it counts. That's what counts. It counts. Yeah. Oh, okay. As long All as they're right. knocked from their sockets. <laughs> yeah, they must be knocked loose. <laughs> they must be rendered loose from the sockets. Now, you bring up a good point, EJ, though, about do you go for more teeth because there's more to be knocked out, or do you go for a kind of haggard mouth? Yeah, I think there's a middle ground, you know? <laughs> like, you don't want, like, one tooth because you're only knocking out one tooth. You want, like... A spattering of teeth. Yeah, because they <laughs> <laughs> a spattering, <laughs> right? It's pretty pretty appropriate. A spattering word. of teeth sounds like the term of venery for like when teeth are traveling together. <laughs> I would like half the amount of teeth and all of them on one side of the mouth. I think I can achieve the best. <laughs> How many option. teeth do you think you can knock out with one punch from a healthy mouth? Me? Yeah. Anybody? Uh, oh, anybody. See, this is this is the pull the dick off question all over again. It really depends on a lot of yeah. factors. Size of fist, amount of force. No, yeah, yes, you personally. I thought you meant like who was answering you or Greg Man. Yes, oh. you personally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with probably like ten, ten tops. I think you could do ten. You think from a healthy mouth? I don't think you could put ten, ten out of a healthy mouth. I think maybe. I think you're giving yourself a lot of credit. Well, I'm saying there's like, you know, one, two, three, four, five in the front, and then the five in the bottom. If you just punch... I don't think you're getting the top and bottom at the same time. No way. I disagree. Mm. All the force is mm. coming from the knuckle, and that's only getting a top or bottom. Mm. What's the over-under? I'm going under. I'm definitely taking the under on EJ knocking 10 teeth out. Yeah, yeah me too. I would bet against myself as well. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I could knock 10 teeth out, and I have a slightly larger fist, I you think. You certainly do. Maybe a young person with like a lot of loose teeth... <laughs> Yeah, you didn't say if this was a kid or not. Yeah, if it's like a young person. <laughs> you said a healthy mouth. You didn't say how old. <laughs> <laughs> how many of those do you think you could punch the fuck out? <laughs> it would sound like Also a... send those videos in. <laughs> That's the Lomayak challenge too. You know when people hang up like hang up the seashell wind chimes? I picture it sounding like that. Yeah. Never seen a seashell wind chime. Yeah, they're out there and they kinda like there. they kinda like clatter around. I feel like that would be the sound of all the teeth hitting the floor. Yeah, I'm with that. <laughs> kinda relaxing. All right, Greg and man, how many teeth do you punch out of a mouth? A healthy <laughs> mouth. I mean, realistically, I think I think like maybe four would be the max at when one 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 good sock in a healthy mouth. <laughs> and you'd go from the side or right in the front? I think I'd go for like, I because I, I I think I would want to come a little bit at an angle, so I think I'm talking like definitely I don't want to get into the molars, but I don't necessarily want to go like straight. I think I'd come like kind of like across the front and try and try to take them out like almost from the side, try to knock them into each other, the front teeth into each other to get them out. All right, I like, this is like bowling. I like this like bowling logic. <laughs> and there's no there's no consequences to like our hand right like because like my hand's probably gonna get destroyed trying to do this. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I think I would not be able to knock any out, but how I would do it is straight down. Straight down? Like you put them on the ground and then. Like... 
<laughs> not their, no, not their Punching laying their down. skull into the ground. Yeah, wait. Yeah. No, 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 no. It would be, it would be, they would be standing. And so you would be like, what, on a ladder? Punching down at them? <laughs> yeah, and I would, yes, and I'd be, I'd be higher than them. So it could either be a child with loose teeth or a standing, hu- a standing adult human. And I would get up higher and I would punch straight down <laughs> into their front teeth. So I'm going to agree with you and say that zero is the answer. <laughs> yeah, I think it's zero. All right, well, call in and tell us what you think. Or send us an email. Let me ask you a question. Podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Insta or Twitter at Pod, And go to Moot.TV. Buy all the swag. Donate money to us. Well, don't. Is it a donation? It's a donation. Yep. Donate money to us. Give us all your money. We'll send you some of our teeth. <laughs> how much would the well, how much would a fan have to give us for you to... Well, now it's not a donation. It's... I mean, I guess it is if we're just giving up teeth. In d- but. Just in a hypothetical world, how much money would somebody have to give you to for you to give them a tooth? Well, they'd have to be dressed like the tooth fairy because that would tickle me so. Oh, okay. Does that make it less money they'd have to give you? Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> all right. And listen to the other podcast, buy all the swag, and we'll... Uh, We'll hit you up next week. With our fists and your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> what if the three of us could punch somebody's mouth together? Like, one's in the front, two on the sides. And then we can get any teeth loose? Loose, yeah. Out? Out? Tougher. But yes. Yes, I do think we could do that. <laughs> I bet it would do something to your hand, too. Well, that's what I said. It would destroy our hand. Yeah, teeth are bones, man. Ugh. And bones are like rocks that hold your body up. So... <laughs> <laughs> That's why I want teeth scissors. Would you have to brush your teeth scissors to keep them strong? <laughs> <laughs> and floss them, put fluoride That's on. That's certainly what I would be like in jail, for sure. I'd be that type of guy. Yeah, you gotta. Someone like you better be like that. You gotta. <laughs> Is that what you would say if you saw me in prison? You'd be like, oh yeah, you gotta. You gotta. <laughs> you do not do that. Hey, hey, don't fuck with that guy. He's got teeth scissors. So normalized. <laughs> Bonus points if they're your own teeth. Uh, All right, everybody, get lost. We're done. (laughs) Moot.tv. Lamayak in time.